Enough, boys. Hello. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Adam. <laughs> and I'm Ben. And this is the Another Boys podcast. Um, <laughs> it's really good to be here. It's uh, good to be back. It's been a while, it's hey? It's been a minute, yeah. Me and Benj are just doing an El Clasico. Just, just, just me and Benj. Just the two of us. You and I. Um, I've just poured some whiskey into a cup of tea. I'm very excited to see how this goes down. Not bad. Not bad. Want to try? I was just gonna go for it and pour some. Oh, right, go own, ahead. Go ahead. You, know? it, you really can't taste the the whiskey too. Like you can taste it, but you don't feel the burn of it because like the tea's warm and shit. Mm. It feels good though. Fuck, man. No, you really saved me some, didn't you? Well, I didn't know you were gonna have some. Yeah, oh. there's not much left. <laughs> well, it's empty now. Thanks, yeah. old man. Kegs right. for the whiskey. Yes. Um, um. Yeah. Let's go. Word of the day. Let's go. Word of the day. While I take a sip. Yum. Comfortable. Um, yeah, I do feel really comfortable right now. You're wearing a hot ass turtleneck as well. I feel I look sexy in my little turtleneck. Um, I just feel also like I don't have a filter right now. I really don't give a fuck. Like this is going to be such a good episode. I feel weak and I just have no guard up right now. And I'm just like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I feel real comfortable. Um, yeah. I love that for you. It's good to be comfortable, man. Yeah. Cause when you're not, it's like everything's effort it's yeah it's fully 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 proper <laughs> what you got wonderful oh okay i do feel wonderful nice I d- i've had a great long weekend yeah ended a dry spell yes how long has it been i think around four and a half months wow it's a long time for, for old mate because um, you you used to complain quite a lot about that but then you kind of chilled out with it then you, I, I noticed you I, weren't talking about, you'd drop it every now and then but it, you weren't really worried about yeah, it yeah I just gave up yeah <laughs> I was like it's done yeah I'm never sleeping with a woman again <laughs> yeah yeah it's important you have to accept defeat in that yeah moment. I was and as soon as I did that people just started talking to me yeah um so yeah feeling wonderful mm-hmm. um external validation I've been working on internal validation okay but receiving external validation was actually really fucking nice it's important sometimes just to like, you know, a little, little boost, mm. a little boost here and there. Yeah. Like it's, it's not, you shouldn't be relying on it, no. but it helps. It's I nice. like to be told I'm sexy. Yeah. It's fucking nice. You know? And like, not just from you. Yeah. yeah you yeah, know, like yeah. as much as I need it from you. Yeah. From a woman. Yes. It feels nice. It does feel nice. It feels really good. And I'm glad you got it because you've been waiting. You've been waiting a while for this. Thank you. How you doing? Man. I don't even fucking know. Um, haven't been on the dating apps for like a month and a half now. Mazel tov. Yeah. I'm feeling a little bit asexual, like really not hypersexual. Um, joking off like once a week. Wow. Because... Maybe twice. Let's let's rewind to like the start of last week. Yeah. I message you saying like, I think I'm out of cum. And yeah. you're like, yeah, man, I'm going hard. Is that right? Yes. It's been like a one week turnaround here. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Tell okay. me about that. Maybe in the past, like, yeah, a week. Okay, what did I say? Once a week then. I just said I was joking off once a week. Yeah. Okay, I've joked off like once in the past week then. That's crazy. <laughs> um, and it was today. It was great. Um, nice. Porn? Yeah. No, no porn. Nice. have not been watching porn. I'm done with it for now. But <laughs> I really hope I'm going to be done with it because it's just shit. And I've noticed that like orgasms are way better without porn. It's like... 
you're it's it's like you've put in the hard yards. Yeah, exactly. You're like putting in effort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For your for your achievement. And I'm way more focused on the actual feeling of pleasure, and I'm not like I'm not like focused on um, the porn so much. I'm not in my head like. I'm not like focusing on the stimuli, right? I'm like closing my eyes or whatever and like doing my thing, um, which I think is important. Like I just finished reading this book or like 10 pages away from finishing it. Um, and I spoke about it last podcast called Come As You Are. Yeah, I'm going to, I feel like I'm going to need a. It's really fucking good, man. Like it's really fucking good. She talks about this idea that like changing the goal of sex from orgasm to pleasure. And like that is like the pole that you're heading towards and she uses this analogy of like birds flocking and they automatically fly to the pole and they just know where each other are in space, but they're flying to the pole. Anyway, and she talks about how like the birds in this scenario in our minds are just different aspects of where our head is at at that time. And anything that isn't directed towards pleasure is going to take away from the flock. So if you've got like a bird going towards something that's stressful, um, the other birds in the flock that are heading towards pleasure are going to be like, oh shit, what's that bird doing? And they're going to slow down and not be focused on pleasure. And so your mind is not going to be, is not going to get towards pleasure, first of all. And then you're probably not going to have an orgasm. That's really interesting because one of the things that I was sort of working on when I was like overcoming my erectile dysfunction yes. issues. Um, Screaming from the rooftops. Woo! Um, was that I wasn't in the moment and I was focusing on an orgasm rather than mm-hmm. enjoying the pleasure mm-hmm. of the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and being present, it's also really hard though. Oh yeah. You know, especially yeah. when you're just having sex. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And this is what we sort of want to talk about, sex versus intercourse. Yep. Um, like when you're just having sex with someone, it's very different to having intercourse. Okay. Do you have, I need, we need to do different words. Fucking versus making love. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because sex and intercourse, like, they, pretty... they are very interchangeable, but yeah. there's a bit more involved in intercourse. But I like fucking verse. Making love. Making love. Yeah. Because when you're making love, there's like emotion and passion and. Yeah. And all this, like, connection. Yeah. Whereas when you fuck, it's a bit different, right? It, it is a bit different. Um, I remember kind of. I, th- I think I thought before I had a partner that I had made love before just because it was, like, intimate and kind of, like, slow, but. Not the case mm. at all. Um, it's way different with a person. And I'm sure all our listeners who have been in love can attest to this. Like, you, y'all know how what it's like making love and maybe what it's like to fuck as well. Because you can still fuck in a relationship and you can make love in a relationship. Oh, for sure. There are sometimes where you're like, <laughs> you, you do it for the sake of it. Like, you, you both know that, like, we're in bed, we're about to go to bed. Like, yeah. we may as well just do it. And you both just, like, succumb to this idea that you're just supposed to have sex before you go to bed right there's not much in it can we talk about that can we talk about that because that's really in my fucking head (laughs) (laughs) that's really in my fucking head and that's why i can't sleep at sleepovers if i'm sleeping over at a girl's house (laughs) listen listen if i'm sleeping at a girl's house even if i've been seeing them for a while even if we started dating i remember with my first partner and my second that when i'd sleep over after like the kind of initial thing of like okay we fuck like five times a day for like a week you know <laughs> good is that a few weeks whatever oh, like it's amazing pound town yeah, baby pound town and you don't want to stop you don't want to stop but then that idea like okay it's nighttime we're in bed we should fuck and that's in my head and it's like okay i'm really excited right now because i want to fuck and i'm going to try 
and fuck. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to try and initiate. Seduce. I'm going to try and seduce and initiate sex, and then I get disappointed if it doesn't happen, and then I get a little salty for a little bit, in, just in my head. Yeah, I, I feel that. Especially because as the man, you're naturally going to have more. Oh, it's a big call. It's a big call, that. but like it, traditionally speaking, the man wants sex more than the woman. Well, it's not true though. Well, I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> it's just not true. That's just what all the TV and poor information I get says. Um, but there are times when the man is going to push for it and like going to sure. have to be like, okay, I'm going to accept a fact. Well, yeah, as, as, a, as a man, we'll talk as men um, because we are identify as men. Um, it's, yeah, I've, in, in my relationships, I've been the one... Actually, no, I haven't. There was one time with my first partner where... Just one time... There was like a time pressure to have sex. What? As in like her brother was coming home in like half an hour. She lived with her brother. And um, we had to have sex. You know, we had gone to dinner and now we wanted to fuck. And I remember she was like, hey, let's go, let's go, let's go. She was like looking sexy and like laundry and shit. I was like, fuck, like you look really hot. But like, I can't fuck right now. I want to. I'm going to force myself to do it because... Poor you. Yeah, I know. But like, <laughs> I felt really stressed. I was like, oh my God, there's time pressure, like performance anxiety, hidden, hidden, hidden hard right now. I don't know if I ended up coming. I can't remember. But I remember feeling very stressed. It sounds like a pretty stressful situation. Yeah. And I don't want to fuck under stress. No, you want to, you want to fuck when you want to fuck. I want to fuck when I want to fuck. And I want to explore. You also don't want that time limit on you. Absolutely. I have a goal that I have to achieve in a certain time limit. What is this? A fucking exam? Like that's my, I'm getting traumatized here. It's like I don't want to come within a certain time frame. You got like the old people walking down the aisles, like that. Oh. Yeah, you know what I mean. Looking, making sure you're not cheating. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, invigilators. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like the thing is, maybe some people get off on that. Some people uh, might get off on like time what, limits. Invigilators like, coming into. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> but like, yeah, I, but for me, no bueno. No bueno. I need like lots of time and yeah, that's what I'm trying to do is like change the goal to, to pleasure, you know? Mm. It's it's like really hard to flip that switch though. Yeah. What's it what's it been like for you fucking versus making love? Um Well in the relationship side, like I made I had a lot of I did we did a lot of fucking, mm. but we also did a lot of love making. Right. Um like we lost our virginities together, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that was special. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I got into like this world of outside a relationship, mm. it was very weird and different because like, like when I had that one night stand and I was just I left that and I was like I fucking hate myself, mm. you know. Mm. That was that was orgasm based mm-hmm. fucking, mm-hmm. you know, like because I wanted it done. I was like I don't want to be here. Mm. I'm doing this because she's asked me. It was honestly, it was it was pretty scary and not enjoyable. Right. Okay. Like, <laughs> you you messaged me like, bro, I've got someone for you to meet. And oh yeah, yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, I like, shit, yeah. Yeah. So I head on down to the bar, and yeah. within like minutes, we were making out. Yeah. And then she sticks her hand down my pants, down the back of my pants as yeah. well at the bar. I was also like, tell. I was like egging her on. You were egging. You were like, yeah. Can you guys? Have you guys kissed yet or something yeah. like that? And we just start making it. I was like, ah. Oh my God, I'm such a good wing man. Fuck. It was ridiculous. Um, and then I was walking her back to us and I was like, I'm not going to come upstairs. And she's like, no, 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 you have to. Please, please. And I was mm. like, no, I really don't want to. Mm. And then she convinced me. Mm. And then we're there and I'm just like, I'm not having a good time. Mm. 
don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we pump it out really quickly because I'm just like, I don't want to, like, I just want to get up and go. Mm. And then I wanted to leave and I realized, oh my God. Well, first of all, snoring in my ear like a mad person. Now you know and how I feel when you sleep at my house. Yeah, I snore too. <laughs> but like, I don't snore like this. Okay. This is like... Like loud. Like loud. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not, like, this is no offense to everyone that snores because I snore. Yeah, but do. this was in my ear with someone I didn't know and I didn't want to be there. And then I realized she's wearing my fucking shirt that I really love and I couldn't mm. leave. You could totally have left. No, I'm not giving up that shirt, bro. You don't have to give it up. You could ask for it back. I never wanted to speak to her again. I could have got it. But anyway, it's in the past. It's in the past. Um, so that was, that was traumatic. <laughs> okay. I was forced to have sex with her. <laughs> well, that's also something interesting that I read about. The thing that happens with women called sexual disconcordance where they get turned on by things they've learned to be turned on by yes, sex-related stimuli. This. And I feel like the same thing happens to men. I don't know the research, but... Being th- in a bed with a woman will turn me on. Yes, because you've learned, but you might not actually like this the experience. Yes. And she was also talking about in this book, the you, we, get, we get prescribed a map of what things are meant to look like, you know, but... Maps lie, like the size might be off, you know, it might be called something different to fuck with you or like whatever. It doesn't say anything about the terrain and only once you're actually on the land in the terrain, do you know how like you feel and you're the only one who knows how you feel and it's like based on your own internal experience. Whoa. Isn't that nice? That's deep, bro. I know, right? It's really pretty though. It's like it hits, it hits home as well. Yeah, it's no? like bullshit. It's like saying, okay, we have all these, you can learn as much as you want, but you'll never know how you actually feel about something until you fucking do it. Mm. Yeah. How do you normally feel going into sex? Into fucking? Into fucking? I feel like I'm doing it because I think it's a good thing to do. For who? For myself. Yeah. And it's also for status. We've talked about this before for the story after as well. <sighs> Having sex. <laughs> Having had sex is better than yes. having sex. Yes, yeah. yes, a lot of the time. Especially yeah. one night stands at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you're describing it to your friends and it's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Guess what I did last night? Yeah. It's like, what? It's like, smashed. No, I wouldn't say smashed, but <laughs> I say banged. Yeah, yeah, I say yeah, yeah. banged. Yeah, like, do you guys or bang? Bum. Do you guys bang last night? It's like, yo. <laughs> And um, you feel pride. You feel pride. Because it's like there is this thing of like, oh yeah, I'm a man now. I had sex, you know, I'm spreading my seed. I'm doing I what I was meant to do. I, for me, especially like at the moment, yeah. it was like I beat this little challenge I had, which was my dry spell. Right. And like the shit that comes with that. Mm. But generally speaking, I feel like it's, I'm just celebrating that someone thinks I'm hot. Fuck, man. <laughs> a lot of people think you're hot. Is this... Do, do you not get that? Yeah, man. Of course I get that. That's also a big reason why I think I want to have sex as well. It's like... It is that external validation that you spoke about that makes me feel hot. And especially like if they're telling me like, you're really sexy or you're really hot. Oh. It's like, I'd never heard those words growing up, you know? And it's nice to be like, okay, oh, I am those things. Even if you had heard them as a kid, it's still nice hearing them. For sure, you know, because it's, yeah, it's nice to have that, that, that thought validated. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk about lovemaking. Okay, we can talk about lovemaking. I... When was the first time you made love? <sighs> first time I made love to this microphone. Um, I don't know when, like, I remember when I lost my virginity. 
I wouldn't say you can consider that love making because I'd we agree. Were just <laughs> so lost. I'd agree. Um, <laughs> dude, I was in a relationship for so long. We just had so much sex. It's really hard to know. But I'd say the most insane love making that I did. Yes. Was at the end of last year. Okay. And it fucking blew my mind. Yeah. Like just the passion involved and yeah. like it was the communication yeah. that was the biggest thing. Yeah. Like at some points we were legitimately having a giggle. Yeah. Yeah. Like it wasn't so serious. Yeah. It was this fun thing. Yeah. Both comfortable, yeah. trying new things. And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, more of this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll dream of those nights. <laughs> How about you? Um, I remember with my first partner, we had really nice, like intense sex after I actually introduced her to y'all. I think you had already met her maybe, but we we're at your old house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd already met. Yeah. And so that night we like went back and I like felt this connection to her, which I now recognize as the early stages of love. Bro, I remember you telling me about this. And it was really, it was amazing. It was just like really intense, like really like connected. I felt very connected to it. I was like, fuck, it's like the first person I've ever had in my life that like my friends approve of. And like we all were together and chilling. And like, yeah, I just felt very connected to her. Um, anyway, sh- long story short, she told me that she loved me and I said, thank you. And then we ended up breaking up. <laughs> um, Tell me that's not like from a fucking movie script. Well, I think I didn't actually know how to answer. And I think I the, the answer that I came up with was what I had seen, which was like, I'm flattered, but I don't feel it. Which was the truth as well, because my heart was locked. But it's not a fucking just joke. your eyes when you said that. Yes, <laughs> I, there's so much anger. My heart was my fucking heart was, locked. My heart was fucking locked, bro. Um, unlocked now? Unlocked now, for sure. For sure, Um But yeah, then with my last partner, where there was the intense flame of love um <laughs> no, we've all yeah. been there we've all been there very intense um but yeah like you said there were times i remember when we would be fucking and just like talking being like is it actually this good like fucking hell like this is crazy how like good this sex is and yeah you and when it finishes you legitimately you don't know what to do with yourself yeah you're like, you're like what just that was, happened that was dope like high five like <laughs> honestly high five yeah but there's also fucking as well. It's like, okay, if there, if you, if I feel safe, I can fuck. Like, if there's like... It's not going to be on the first time though. Not on the first time. Well, if you're fucking in the first time, normally, you're very performative the first time. Well, I'm performative the first time. And it is a fuck. Yeah, but like as in, but you're, it's not going to be like, you're not going to be comfortable. You're, perfor- you're you're honestly like, the first time I feel like you're putting on a show. Like, this is what I have to offer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're and that's, you're putting, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm peacocking. Yeah, yeah, Um. Yeah. Which is dangerous. Why? Because it puts so much pressure on you. Yeah. It does. It really does. Because then like and the next time... you stop peacocking in bed and just cocking. Just cocking. Oh, good. <laughs> just get cocking. Just cocking in bed. Fuck the peacock. Because then like, I guess, yeah, you have a expectation to live up to. You have a standard. And also like... Oh my God, this is blowing my mind right now. Yeah, go. It's just like, what, what standard are you setting? Because the first time is normally worse than the second time. Hmm. First time is worse than the second time. Yeah. Like depends. You, like you, depends. You tend to get more, like when you figure each other's bodies out and stuff. I find that the second time is worse than the first time. Actually, no, it's, it's different. Like the last person I was seeing, the first time was great. 
we were all we were peacocking hard felt very safe and comfortable with each other second time was good but it was wasn't as good as the first because we had already seen all we had to offer because we were fucking for like hours we <sighs> just had to switch it up kept switching it up until we had nothing no cards left, left you know <laughs> we had nothing else to show and so we had seen each other's cards already pretty much and then the second time was like okay how can we show each other's cards in a different way that you just whip out your prostate stimulator i don't think i don't have one yet man yet yet my friend told me to get a small vibrating butt plug to start with instead of getting the prostate stimulator how much are those eighty dollars bro i could get one of those i reckon i might get one too but i was also watching the pleasure series on netflix so was i and that lady was saying just get a glove and lube up your fingers well that's pretty much what i do now right okay you know yeah but like I feel like the vibration would be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then you can you got you get hands free as well, hands free, yeah. Bluetooth, <laughs> <laughs> Bluetooth orgasms. <laughs> Best. Um, just on that series, mm-hmm. um, what's it called? The the pleasure. Yeah, pleasure origins and pleasure. Yeah, origins pleasure. and pleasure. It's I'm very conflicted with it. Okay. Because I understand that it's it's speaking to a large population. But there, I feel like there's quite a bit of man hate in it. All right, and I, I understand where man hate comes from. Right, but I do think that a lot of the society, a lot of society, or at least a lot of the population that's going to choose to watch that, mm. doesn't need man hate fed to them. Okay, because someone like myself or yourself mm. who's watching this mm. to then be told. Men did this Men did that Like we're already aware of it mm. We're watching this to be better mm. We don't need constant Like Because it's, it's, it, Honestly I take it personally Because like Unfortunately I do represent the male species Sure I can't not mm. And to be constantly just like Not constantly But just like Smash with like Men suck Men did this to us Men did all And like We're not forgetting Some people are forgetting But I don't think the population watching this are forgetting. And I also think that the people, a lot of people are trying to do better. Yeah. And I just hate it when I hear man hate speech. You know what? Fucking kudos to you for saying that because it's hard to talk about it as a man. But yeah, I guess the counter argument is that we have never received, there has never been a time in history. Where we have been criticized as white men, I guess. And now that it's coming up, it is uncomfortable, but I guess everyone else has already gone through it. And now we're kind of copying it because white men have done a lot of bad shit. In the oh, past. There's no doubt about Obviously, it. Obviously, we don't need to identify with them. We don't have to be identified as white men, even though we are. But like, we don't have to be like, represent what they've done in the past, I guess. But when someone says something like, in the show, there's a couple of times when they talk about how bad men have been or like men have created this thing which have just shut women off. Like, yes, I understand it. Can we not word it in a way that... Is sensitive to white men? <laughs> <laughs> I, I hear how ridiculous what I'm saying is. Yeah. Um, but you know what they mean. I know what they mean. It's just like... It it's, really, it's inflammatory it just, though. It is. It just sucks. Like we That's don't need, fine. I think it's just the hate in general. Right. I just hate hate. Okay. Like, you can say it in so many nicer ways. Mm. And I just... But it's on Netflix. You still get the message across. Yeah, but they also want to, you know, they want to take their power back and, like, do their thing and, like, 
it is kind of fucked. Like they're talking about in the, in that series, they're talking about like um, female sexuality and how men have written the books on female sexuality. And like, fair enough, they're fucking mad. Like, I get that. Mm. But there, there was one woman. She was a scientist, and she yeah. was like, "I was working on a study to look at." Um, what was she looking into? Female orgasms. I think. Yeah, female orgasms and <clears throat> a pill for female stimulation. So like right. an equivalent of Viagra. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice, nice. And the way she said it was like, I walk in and I was the only female there. Yep. And it was just very interesting and funny that these men were trying to figure out how yeah, yeah. to make a woman come when they don't have the anatomy. Yeah. Like, Taking the piss out of how stupid men can be mm. is way better than inciting man hate. Right. Okay. So you're saying that that scientist did what? That scientist you... did it in a way where, like, you ridicule idiots. Yeah. Because it's dumb, yeah. but you don't incite hate. Right. Does that make sense? It does. It does make sense. I also understand that, like, yeah, some men are just go, get out of it, leave. Yeah. You know? But I don't know. I'm being sensitive, white man. I should well, shut up. <laughs> no, you're, you're allowed your opinion. That's the thing. You're allowed to say how you feel, man. And fucking good on you for saying that because a lot Thank of... Thank you. I feel like a lot of dudes are afraid to say that. I'm afraid to talk about like, oh, poor me because like everyone's copped it in the past. Um, but I talk about that with my therapist and that's fine. Yeah. On on that note, <laughs> we, we did want to talk about two things. We wanted to talk about fucking versus lovemaking and then... Finding a psychologist, finding a therapist and seeing a therapist. Mm. They're two things that just don't go hand in hand. But they will. But they will. <laughs> in fact, actually, I think they do because I, I feel like I speak to my therapist a lot about my sex life and my dating life. I would if I had one. The sex life. I have a therapist. Uh- <laughs> 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 I was like, what? No, you definitely have a therapist. Yeah, do not have sex life. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, my last therapy session, I legitimately walked in and I was like, yeah, I'm, <sighs> it's been a long dry spell. I'm just giving up. Mm. I just, I'm, I can't give that the time of day anymore. And I was like, cool, good on you. Mm-hmm. I was like, cool, this is okay then. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about the reasons why we go to therapy. Dope. If, if you're happy to do that. Of course, always. <clears throat> do you want to start? Do you want me to? Sure, sure. Um... I started going to therapy like a year and a half now ago. And the reason I wanted to go was because up until that point, I think I had done lots of like self-exploration using like self-help books and shit. And then I got to a point where I was like, I don't know how to explore how my parents have affected me. And I was like, I need professional help to do this. And so I found this website called Psychology Today, which is like Tinder for psychologists. And I typed in my preferences of what psychologists I want. And then this guy had a picture and a voice recording, this old Italian guy. And I was like, cool, cool vibe. Um, And I talked to him on the phone for a bit and I went in and and I've been with him ever since. That's like, (laughs) yeah. But it's really lucky. Like, I didn't realize at the time how fucking lucky that shit is to find the right therapist. Like, I'm also a very agreeable person, but like the type of therapy that he does really suits the way that I want to heal. Like, I think everyone heals in different ways. Mm. And Western psychology is only dialectical. Like, it's only talk therapy. And a lot of people need to heal differently. 
Mm. And I think the other methods aren't accepted as much. Yeah, the way we heal is very different. Mm-hmm. Very different. Mm-hmm. Like our psych appointments are so different. It's yeah, incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I started to go. I started going to psych a long time ago. Now, yeah, it was like start of or like like March of 2019. Yeah, it's like three years now. Mm. I did have about a nine month break mm-hmm. where I was just like, you know what, I'm doing really well. I don't really have the money for this, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna put it on pause. Mm-hmm. Um, but I started going because I was feeling I wasn't depressed, but I was not happy, mm. um, and I was having it impact my life, and I needed to figure out what it was that was making me unhappy. Mm. It ended up being my relationship. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, but I have also been with him ever since. I mm. did. I went to my GP first. I went to my mum. Mm. And I said, Mom, I'm not happy. And my girlfriend had told me to go see a psychologist. Yeah. And so mom's like, it's okay. We'll book you in with the GP. You can get a mental health plan, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, sick. Mm. Meanwhile, tears streaming down my face. Mm-hmm. And then um, GP asked all the questions, took a blood test to make sure it wasn't like something out of my control. Mm. Um, and then I went on to the Australian Psychology Association website sure. where it's not the Tinder of psychologists. Mm. But you can put in your preferences. So it's more of like the realestate.com right. of, um, <laughs> of psychology. Um, emailed a couple of guys. It turns out they've worked together. Nice. Um, and I picked one. Mm. Um, and yes, I've been with him ever since. And it's mm. just finding the right one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think is really important. Mm-hmm. And what I love about the Australian healthcare system is you get your mental health plan and if after like a few sessions you realize I actually don't like them, mm. you start it again. But that's only for clinical psychologists. Like my guy yeah. is a psychotherapist yeah. and he's not registered as an Australian psych. So I don't have the mental health plan, but I pay a lot less. Yeah, that's the difference. Yeah. So I think we'd end up paying very similar amounts. Right. Um, because my guy can charge however much he wants. What's, and what's the hardest thing about seeing a therapist for you? It's been, it's well, has, been, has been the hardest. It's being honest with myself. Like, because the first session, you, you open up quite a bit mm-hmm. about like who you are, um, especially if they give you like a welcoming environment. And for me, it was like, I was in tears for most of that session. Mm. Since then, I haven't really cried too much in my psych sessions mm-hmm. because I don't know. I feel like I'm being honest with myself is kind of empowering. Mm. Um, but it's also the hardest thing because like I could very easily give my psych a bullshit answer, mm. but I also know he'll read through my crap right? because he's known me for so long now. It's and also even like, what's the point? What's the point? They don't give a shit and it's only for you. You can tell the most fucked shit. Well, I've, I've, I've tried to lie once where yeah. I was just like, I didn't want to go there and he gave yeah. me a look Yeah. and I was like, fuck. All right. Yeah, you're right. I should dive into this. Yeah. 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 And it's good, mm. you know? Um, what is what I find also hard is when I'm feeling something and I don't know why, mm-hmm. and it's like I don't even know how to express it. Mm. Um, but luckily, my guy does hypnotherapy, mm. and it was I did it once and it was fucking sick as shit ever. Right. It was in, insane. Like it had me hyperventilating in tears. Right, and it has been great to have moved on from what that was. Sick. Yeah. Um, what's the hardest thing for you? Um. Because yours is very physical. Mine is very physical. That part I love. I love that part. Um, 
what is the hardest part? I think the hardest part, I think it's changed. It's definitely changed. The hardest part at the start was not preparing, was being spontaneous. Like, I would prepare scripts pretty much in my head. Really? What I would say, how I portray myself to this man, mm. which I did a lot in my life. And I've I learned through time, like, he doesn't give a fuck about who I think I am or, like, where I'm at. He just wants, like, me to actually connect to myself. Could he see that you were bullshitting? Oh, yeah, man. Did he call you out? No, because if he called me out, I would have got defensive and I would have not, not seen him again. Wow. You know? So he knew. He knows. Yeah, he fucking knows. Because I have narcissistic traits in me, like, and I've had to learn about those, you know, and what they do and stuff. And that is part of it, you know, that, that is part of narcissism to, like, portray yourself as someone and put yourself on a pedestal and shit like that. And recognizing that is was scary. I remember, and, and I, like, when I first found that out, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to, I'm the worst. I'm a fucking narcissist. And I, like, psychopathologize myself. But narcissism is on a, is on a continuum. We all mm. have aspects of narcissism you need us. a level of it you do you, yeah how, how can you not be a narcissistic person if you don't love yourself sorry how can you yeah so you want to love yourself right yes but isn't that in itself narcissistic no i think it's i think it's fine to love uh, yourself but it's sort of well it depends how you love yourself and what you interpret giving yourself well, i love think as in like the base level of of where happiness should come from is being happy with who you are and loving yourself for who you are as an individual sure and it doesn't sound narcissistic but if you think about what narcissism is like should i get up an oxford dictionary definition well what do you think narcissism is let's let's not go what i what i think let's let's give the people the tea just googling well, okay, so it starts off with extreme self-involvement. Okay. To the degree... To the degree that it makes a person ignore the needs of those around him. Hmm. So I wouldn't say so. I, I have that shit for sure. I think I definitely have that shit. Yeah. But I think at times it's, it's important to do that because you need to give to yourself if you need it in the time. You need, yeah, you need to give yourself the attention. Yeah, and I've had to do that. that you deserve. I've had to do that recently as well. But is that is that an extreme self-involvement to the degree that you're... Like, you're, you're more just taking care of yourself. You're not yeah, putting yeah. yourself above other people. Well, I did in the past. I did in the past, and then I had a very crazy psychedelic experience, which kind of put me on my ass, which was very important. <laughs> and we haven't really talked about psychedelics at all, but we can do that one day. Um, maybe. Anyway... But that was, so that was the first part is like not preparing a script and just literally being spontaneous and honest and not controlling how this person, how I want this person to perceive me. And then after I realized he doesn't give a fuck about me at all, as in like what I am or who I am, like, then it was like, okay, now I can talk freely. And then started bringing up some really tough shit in me that I would never told anyone. When you say... He doesn't give a fuck about you. He doesn't care what, like, as in, in he doesn't, status. He doesn't care about, he doesn't have judgment. There's it, it absolutely no judgment. It's like, come as you are and Literally. I will help you no yeah. matter who you are. And I think that was really strange. I didn't trust that people could be like that. And that's also something that I'm realizing now is my attachment to the therapist is something that I need. I see my therapist weekly, right? And I have a relationship with this person and I have an attachment to this person. 
and there's going to come a time soon where I'm going to have to detach from the therapist, which is going to be scary. Bro, I'm so proud of you for saying that because that takes a lot of awareness. Yeah, I've read about it. Like I know it's going to happen um, and I'm scared for it because I'm trying to attach to myself. That's yeah. what I'm, at the end of the day, that's what I'm trying to do right now and like stand as an individual. I read this quote from this book called The Art of Loving by Eric Fromm that I've quoted before. <clears throat> and they said like mature love is to, it's a paradox. Mature love is a paradox because you become one with another person, but you remain two. So you remain an individual, but you still are a per- you're with a person. You become one with that person. And it's a paradox like that. And so I don't think I personally, I don't want to speak for anyone else. I can't be in healthy love if I am not an individual. If I don't have attachment to myself, then I can't be with another person. Otherwise, I'm going to codepend. And I'm going to do all this like bad shit that I've done in the past. Bro, that's coming from experience. That is what happens. Like I right? became codependent. I lost track of what the fuck I am and yeah. who I am. Yeah, it's very important to do that. I'm just sure. so so glad you clarified because I was like, "Are you saying you are one with your psychologist?" No, no, no. no, no. I'm talking that's from <laughs> in romantic relationships. <laughs> but no, it's, it, at, there is a time I feel that like I have to literally let the psych, my therapist, in my mind. Especially because we do body work, yeah. right? So he will literally press my body to release certain things and emotions that are stored within my body. And I have to let him literally mold with me and like let that happen and give into it and relax my entire body and mold my body to his hand. And that's hard and that's scary. So I do think that I try and become one in that sense. You, you, you have to... Well, it's, I think it's more you just have to really submit. Absolutely. It's not even submit, it's just trust and allow spontaneity and let go of control. Because submission is like this power dynamic. It's got that yeah. connotation, but just like... There is a power. Because well, you are saying that you have an attachment. Why is that got to do with power? Well, he, he, if you have an attachment and you're admitting that you have an attachment, does that not mean you need him? Well, I wouldn't describe it as power though. Well, he doesn't need you. I've talked to him about power as well, and he he doesn't like the even idea of power. He says like he's just got experiences, you know, and in yeah. in his body, in his life, he's got experiences that he's like using to catalyze my own healing. Yeah, which I like because no, he, it's like isn't I love the work that you guys do. Yeah, you always tell me, and I'm like, that's fucking sick. Yeah, 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 yeah. We did some crazy shit the other day. Yeah, he did work on my head. Ooh. And um, I had this realization that I built this like set of rules about how I have to interact with the world when I was very young. Like, and it was like a cage almost. It was like this really, really improperly built cage that was really like built by a kid. I feel I'm and seeing it, like, and it had like, all these little like traps. A fort. Yeah, a little fort, and it had all these little traps in it. And it was like, oh, don't go in here, you know. And I'd been terrified of those places, like of the things that said don't go here for so long. But it was nothing. It was literally child's play. And I was so scared of this imaginary fucking cage that I had built for myself when I was a kid because I thought that if I followed these rules, then I'd get love and I'd have acceptance. And it was, and I just like kind of... Crazy. And in this session, it was kind of like I just popped my head out of the cage and I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, so I, woke, I woke up from a, a dream and there was like sl- like little fucking child's clothes on me. I was like, what the fuck? Like, get this shit off me. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and now, now it's like, okay... That's all good. Now I can like go deeper. This is also part of my own personality or whatever, but I'm obsessed with therapy. 
You are. It is. But my... so am I. I. Not not like you. I just know how important it is. Yeah. For like for my survival. That's exactly it. It's like I don't know what I'm going to be doing in my life right now if I didn't have therapy. Like I would just be kind of like trying different shit. But I am obsessed with like. I think it just it gets you to where you want to be without the battle from gets, your subconscious. You, I don't even know where I want to be. It gets me to where like I am already and I just don't realize that I have to be there. But something in your mind is telling you and that's based on your experiences in your life. Like this is the direction you want to go and it's really hard to figure that out sometimes. That's intuition. Yeah, your intuition and because you've got so many like things coming in at you from like society, your family, your friends and yeah. what you think is right. That's like, what actually do I want? And it's really hard to manage all the thoughts. Oh yeah, man. Like, and like sometimes I go into my psych and I'm just like, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, hold up a minute. Yeah. Do you want to talk about this, this or this? Mm-hmm. Or do you want to just keep talking? Mm-hmm. And it, it just shows me that like, bro, what the fuck am I doing? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure that's on my Tinder profile. Like, what the hell is going on? I have no idea, right? Like, what the fuck is happening? And it's really hard to get a perspective of that if you're in it. Mm. And that's why it's so important to step back. And get an objective view of your life. Yes. Not from someone who knows you because they yes, have a personal yes, influence yes, and, exactly. and their own intentions. Exactly. As much as they say they want to keep them keep their own intentions They have down, a subconscious agenda. Everyone do. does. Everyone does. Whereas this person, as you said, doesn't give a fuck. Yes, completely. They just want what's best for you. For you. Not your little ego, not the little child within you. It's the it's the you right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they really help bring out. Sometimes it's terrifying what they bring out. Oh, You're man. like, fuck! I don't want to deal with this. Man, I've had panic attacks in there many times because of like me stressing out about the shit that I'm about to say because I'm so terrified of how it's going to be received. Mm. And it's fine, absolutely fine. And sometimes he'll get me to the point of panic attack. It's, he'll he'll know that this certain thing he's going to talk about is going to really push my button, and he'll fucking go with it, and I'll be freaking out. But I'm in the safest place possible for a panic attack. Yeah. With a trained psychologist. Legitimately. Yeah. Like they are supposed to bring these things out of you. Yeah. But it's fucking scary. Like it is absolutely scary, and it. And that fear is so okay. Of course, natural. Like you're diving into the depths of your mind, and it's like, what the fuck are you going to find there? <laughs> what are you going to find there? It's. So like that that sentence right there. Yeah, man. I want that on my wall or Dude, something. Shit is terrifying, but at the same time, if you have curiosity and know that it's also you. Like that's what I've also learned. Like what's inside me isn't going to kill me because it's me. Yeah. Like and that's how you also begin to love yourself for like who you really are, not yeah. these other things influencing who you think you are. But what I'm worried about is that the the it never ends that's what i'm worried about like i'll keep going down for my entire life like swimming deeper and deeper and deeper and it's never gonna end jung carl jung said that like you go deeper and deeper and deeper until you hit hell and like when you hit hell it's like obviously fucked so you see this really fucked ship and it goes and it's like infinitely hell but when you reach infinitely hell you also reach infinitely heaven as well I think that's like you're putting it in a very dark term. It like, is, it can the, be the, dark, the, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, the shit that you can learn about yourself can be dark. Like, we've yeah. all got some fucked up thoughts. Mm. Like, I'd say a lot of people have been driving down the street and they're like, imagine just going head on to that car. Yeah. Like, suffocating a puppy. Yeah. Like, everyone <laughs> has fucked up thoughts. Yeah. And you, you uncover those and you're like, why did I think that? Yeah. But, but the positive thing yes, is, yes, is that yes. you're like, 
ah, I felt that because I was feeling this about that. And then like, if you focus on, right. So you don't go to hell and then go to heaven. Yeah. You know, you're, you're going at the same time. You're going up and down together, right? The deeper you go, the further you can reach. I disagree. The deeper your roots are, but I think they happen further out. You can reach. I don't think they happen at the same time. I think you go down and then you can reach further up and then you go down. Why can't you do both? I, I don't think it, I don't, in my experience, it doesn't work like that. Because as soon as you're aware of something, you're reaching, right? That's, that's one, like when you, like your story there about the, the cage, right? Yeah. You, you realize yeah. you're in this cage that was from a child. You popped your head out. You're like, fuck, I don't need this. Yeah. It's but not I, saying it's over. But I first had to go down. Okay. We're talking about within like minutes. Still. Only one thing that happens at a time. Okay. So it's within minutes. Anyway. All right. We're, we're nitpicking okay, here. Sure, but sure, it. Sure. it if you can realize that digging deeper allows yeah. you to get to elevate yourself, yeah, it it it's less scary. But sometimes it does take a while. Sometimes you might be sitting in shit for a bit before you reach up. But that's fine. You can still know, like you don't go straight to the deepest, darkest shit that's gonna like, yeah, scare yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you yeah. ease your way into it, for and sure. they know that for as sure. well. But I do that as in, like, I will focus on the bad shit a lot in my entire life. There is so much beauty that has happened in my life. Yeah. I, I, I sent you a fucking video of you the other night just mm. saying like how incredible it is, how much you've changed and yeah, how yeah, much yeah. growth you've shown and like Dude, how awesome you are. Man, I've fixed my relationship with my parents. My heart is open. I felt love for the first time in my life. I'm like doing some really cool shit. I moved out. Like none of this shit would have happened if I hadn't had a therapist. Like, and that's only happened in like a year and a half. Seriously. Like, I've never even said that concisely like that. And it makes me feel so proud of myself. Like, yeah, man. You're fucking kicking goals. It's fucking sick. And it's because you were able to, like, break down what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Why do I want to do the things I want to do? Hmm. Get my fucking parents and friends' minds out of my own fucking head and exactly. find out and just, who I am. Exactly. How selfish of you. <laughs> don't I let know. me out of your mind. I know, I know, I know. But it's hard because people don't understand sometimes. People don't get it. And that's fine. And I've had to accept that. One day... They will get it. Um, it's like really frustrating when, especially when you're working so hard and then they don't see mm. how hard you're working and the effects that it's had on you. Mm. Like, <laughs> but at the same time, they, they, like one time I, I was speaking to someone who knew how hard I'd worked on myself and like yeah. our f- friendship or relationship had gone, right? And their belief as to why that had happened was because I just wanted to party up and have fun. And I'm like, Right. No. Yeah. It's because I needed to be who I wanted to be and, yeah. and explore myself. Yeah. And sadly for them, it might take them a long time to start opening up to their true self. And yeah, it might never even happen. That's really sad. Yeah. You know, is it, can you live a fulfilling life like that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't 20, want to know. I'm only 24, man. I, got no, I have no idea about yeah. nothing. We really know nothing. Why are these people listening to us? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. Y'all are crazy. <laughs> Seriously. Um, but in good news, more good I w- news. I've wanted to bring this up yeah, the whole time. I bought a fucking ring and it is so sick, man. Like, so powerful. So I got it from this jeweler and she made it herself, obviously. And it's like this sterling silver ring, but it's a dragon. Like it's, it's like a circle and it's like a a dragon wrapping around something and its tail is like right in front of its mouth and its eyes are little man-made diamonds and it's like a fat ring and it's on my pinky and it like it's beautiful 
It's fucking beautiful. Can I hold and it? Absolutely, you can put it on too. <gasps> it's so heavy. I know, man. And like, it Bro, makes me have the strongest pinky ever. It makes me like channel fire. Like, I feel like kind of like <sighs> like I'll growl and shit with it. <laughs> I can feel that. You know what I mean? Like, like it's looking at me. I'm like yeah. looking at that. Me. That thing breathes fire, man. Like, and I I channel my that that anger, that cunt energy I was talking about when I wear that, and I feel like that. And that's the thing that I think a lot of kind of clinical and diagnostic people don't really do a lot is like give meaning to the meaningless which i think is important what do you mean i mean just like find metaphors in life you know find meaning in abstract nothing like this is an object mm. but it's an object of a dragon mm. right and to me dragons are powerful fire breathing fucking things and so i, put I think this the right well. person will find meaning in it absolutely yeah and it makes life more warm more yeah. bubbly like I, I, foxes have been coming up in my mm. life recently. Mm. Um, and I looked into what the fox means and what it does says, the fox say? ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was really cool and relevant to my life. Yeah. Like it says that there's pros and cons to change, but uh, I'm not going to go into it, but it was like really relevant to my life. And it yeah. was like, these foxes were showing up and yeah. You know, you find the right person to help you find the meaning. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to come from the same person every time. For sure, for sure, for sure. That's what we do. We find meaning in fucking everything. I think we... Otherwise, what is life? Yeah. What is life without that? It's nothing. Life without meaning? Nothing. Meaningless. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I also have some good news coming this week. Okay. I'm getting my tattoo on Friday. Oh, yay. Very excited. It's fun. It's... it's, um, (laughs) I actually got the idea off TikTok. Okay. Um, this girl designs, I think it's designs by Danny shout out. Um, she writes words and overlaps the letters Mm. and I really liked it. And I just had a very big self-exploration evening one night where I really realized that like, I don't actually need anyone else to be happy. Like Mm. I'm born on my own Mm. and I will die. Hells yeah, brother. I will be in that coffin on my own. Like, Yeah. At, at, I go my memories yeah. I leave with my memories I yeah. yes I get to share memories with other people and people have thoughts and ideas about me but at the end of the day it's me yeah. so I'm getting always with me mm. on there and mm. that's n- just a reminder not to change for other people and to stay true to myself because this is my fucking life nice man this is my fucking life it's beautiful um, so I'm very excited and you've got your ring and it's beautiful I got a I got a tattoo the other week as well. You did because I lost a bet. When did you lose the bet? In 2016. <laughs> Sick tattoo though. Yeah, Golden State beat the war. Sorry, Golden State beat the Cavs in the NBA championships in 2016, and I lost a bet. Um, and the bet was I had to get the star players tattooed on my face. Sorry, on my face. The face of I fucked it. I, anyway, I got I got Steph Curry's head on my leg. Smoking a cigar though. Smoking a cigar because he's a fucking champ. Um. Anyway, it's actually kind of dope, and I it like al- it. It also just reminds me of my friend. And, yeah, it's and, nice, and our friendship, and I love that. That's beautiful. It's nice. Does that mean you're getting me tattooed? I'll get you soon. When the time is right, Ben, you'll be on my body. Don't worry. Oh, I can't wait. You'll be on mine. You'll be in mine. What? Um. <laughs> Jeez, I had to always. This is fun. It was good. It was good to be back, just the two of us. You know, it is fun. It's just a bit different. A little bit. Of it. Um, thanks for tuning in, everyone. We've As missed always, you. We have. It's been good. We hope you're well, really, yeah. truly. Let us know if you're doing well, if you're not doing well. Just let us know. Or whatever you want to hear us talk about. Um, lol, I guess. Yeah. 
Let us know. Stay safe. Be true to yourself. Love you. Love you lots. Bye. Bye. Nah, boy.